Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Dan Murphy, ESPN, today with a, a very insightful and also informative story about the NCAA and also team schools, programs, universities on campus having more control of what can be done or said and what they can do. Dan, thank you for your time with Paul Craig, and I'm David Smoke. I know when people hear about the NCAA, want, they roll their eyes because Congress or whatever else. What is different about what we're hearing or what you're reporting today? Hey, fellas, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, to be clear, this isn't a done deal yet. This is something that they're considering doing, and I think this is the NCAA members, the schools themselves, trying to start, uh, making a little progress, being proactive themselves, trying to change rules in a way that would open up the rules to allow schools just to, to make it much easier for the school to be involved in helping the athlete make money. Um, they wouldn't be able to pay the athletes themselves yet, but it is walking up about a clo- as close to that line as they can get without actually making the athletes and the employees themselves if all of this stuff actually goes through. Well, wouldn't it just simplify it for the NCAA if you could like, – it's, it's kind of ridiculous that, you know, you can talk about NIL. You can talk about, you know, that you need to get your donors involved in that. But then when it comes down to it, you can't say anything about it when it comes to specifics, which makes it seem um, all seedy and underground, which I know that some of it is, but it's legal now. So shouldn't they embrace the legality of it? Right. And I think that's where more and more athletic directors are getting. I think when these rules first, that's funny. I was talking to uh, the Nebraska athletic director about this this morning, Trev Alberts, and he said the things we're talking about now, that we're trying to do now are conversations we wouldn't even want to have started two years ago. And I think this was such a major change of what everybody was, was brought up with in college sports and thinking, you know, it, it's just verboten for us to be involved with anything in players and money that it's taken two years and a few months for everyone to get a little bit more comfortable with it. 
and I, I think there's a lot of folks in positions of, of running athletic departments that have seen how this has worked for the past couple of years and just said, hey, can we just call call this what it is at this point um, and, and start treating it, uh, you know, like, like the small part of the business that it is. And, and that would make life a lot easier for a lot of the people who are actually trying to support athletes in the athletic, in the athletic departments and trying to make sure that they get the best opportunities and don't get, uh, you know, the wool pulled over their eyes by a sketchy agent or something like that. And those are all things that, that could be potentially changing here in the next uh, weeks or months. Let's say that, okay, they, they have this out there. They want this. I saw and read your quote from Trev Alberts in Nebraska. What could derail this? And how do they prevent anyone from, like, saying, okay, wait a minute, most of this money, most of this time and energy will be for N, uh, men's basketball and football. What about the girls? So two different questions there. The, the second one, right, Title IX is always something that comes up. And actually bringing some of more of this, under control of the athletic department might help with some of those problems. What you have to do with Title IX is make sure you, you create equal opportunities for, for all your men and women athletes on campus. And so if you have the same, and if you have a, a collective now who's doing mo- much of that stuff, the collective, uh, th- there's no way for an athletic director to control whether the collective offers the same kind of deals to a football player as, as they do to a volleyball player or a softball player. If that all falls under the school's purview more and more, if they offer the same resources and the same opportunities, it, it gets easier with, with Title IX to make that work. Um, but in terms of your first question of what, what could get in the way here, I mean, there's still plenty to get in the way here. The NCAA has, has dragged its feet on everything, and really a lot of their paralysis over the past several years, over the past couple of decades, if you look at it, is, is, being, is the fear of being sued for anything they do as, as looking like it's it's an antitrust violation. And also they're, they've gotten closer and closer to this line of the courts looking at the system of college sports and saying, you can call this whatever you want, but if you're helping an athlete put money in their pocket because they're an athlete at your school, that's employment. And that comes along with a lot of other uh, tags that, that you have to then pay the athletes directly and you have to treat them like employees. And that's, really the hill that a lot of people in the NCAA are willing to die on. Um, they're, they're, they're not there yet, um, but I, I think if there are enough people within the NCAA that look at this and say this is a step too close to employment, um, then they're going to back away from it, and that, that could potentially torpedo any chance of something like this happening. How do you think this will help weed out some of the uh, lesser collectives, so to speak? Well, if if the um, one of the changes that's been proposed here would be that the schools themselves could could communicate with third party licensees, which is a fancy NCAA way of saying that the athletic director or somebody in the athletic department could call up the collective that they want to use and say, "Hey, uh, eight guys on our defensive front need NIL deals. Can you hook them up?" Um, and, you know, right now they're technically not supposed to do that. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find an athletic department that doesn't have open lines of communications with their collectives at this point, but it, technically it's against the rules. Um, if you create more, if you give the athletic department a little bit more control about sort of lining up some of these deals for players, not quite negotiating the details of them, but, you know, sort of walking the two parties into a room and saying, hey, you guys ought to figure this out together, Um then the athletic department has a little bit more control over which collectives are sitting down with players and have those conversations. Yeah, that that seems like they basically are involved in the decision-making, but they technically aren't? 
it's you know it's it's uh, semantics to a certain degree it's le- leading a horse to water and and you know basically <laughs> taking taking the one the collective's hand and holding it out and taking the athlete's hand and holding it out and making them hold hands but they got to shake themselves i think is maybe the best way to describe it it's, it's getting as close to they can without actually having the the legal responsibility of saying you know the school is acting as an agent here giving the athlete a deal is this um, maybe the NCAA making a uh, now, like they used to have the, you can have bagels, but no cream cheese, because look, Alabama can afford cream cheese, but let's not get into, you know, what uh, North Alabama can't, they can't have cream cheese. They just have butter there. Yeah, I, I think there's, um, you know, some of this is more and more people within the NCAA and, and people that run college athletic departments recognizing that what they've done so far is not a sufficient amount of change and that waiting for Congress to bail them out or hoping that they win a court case to bail them out is, is a very bad strategy and that they have to try to take some proactive moves themselves. And so I don't know if this is the proactive move that solves all of their problems, but in the broader picture of sort of how are the people that run college sports looking at the situation they're currently in, I find this kind of announcement interesting because you've got more and more athletic directors who are coming out saying, listen, at some point we're going to have to give more money to our athletes and we should be giving more money to our athletes. And maybe this is the way to implement something like that without totally losing control over it. Dan, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Uh, It's a never ending this along with realignment and Lord knows everything else. We appreciate your time and thanks for jumping on during a busy day. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.